it on my Instagram page to ask any questions. I like to touch base and answer things that you guys are actually interested in hearing and information you actually want to know. So I decided to make this uh, Q&A to just, again, touch base, get to know me a little bit more, get to know my story, um, as well as any other health-related topics that you might want to know just for yourself. So I'm just going to read it out. I have it all on my phone right now. So I figured just go straight into it for this episode. So the first question is how to tell if you have a thyroid issue. Um, I think that it's sometimes these kind of symptoms really go over your head and you really um, just feel like it's just a part of you, which shouldn't happen. Like I know that a lot of moms get fatigued just because of their lifestyle and they don't realize that sometimes that that type of fatigue isn't normal and it's really important to really check on yourself and think okay my body isn't really responding the way it usually does or this is a bit too much whether it's brain fog or weight gain or anything like that so for me I I started off with getting really bad fatigue and I just kind of thought of it as a burnout and you know I just need to calm down a little bit and then I'll get back on it so I didn't really take it so seriously um then because I didn't really take it so seriously that's when other symptoms kind of formed and became more noticeable so I think my tipping point was I did a seven-day detox which a functional medicine liver detox and it's really um just great for your overall health and I did it once before and I got great results even for my fatigue I felt like I went through a good almost a year without getting into that burnout phase because I really got rid of so much excess toxins in my body um so that was great the first time the second time I did it I didn't feel as great I feel like my detox pathways were a little bit clogged up something wasn't really like I wasn't sweating as I usually should I also noticed that I, I did another protocol for just clear out the gut it's always good to do that so when I was on this very restrictive gut protocol my as well my body just was still retaining so much water and I just felt like I should be feeling great if I went so clean on my diet even though it's not a weight loss protocol it's still like you just I mean I, I gave it to a lot of my clients you just naturally shed pounds just because you're not eating the same kind of foods that you ate before which even though I eat quite clean it was even you know even more specific so yeah I, I th- that kind of made me notice that something um, in, within my metabolism was shut down and your thyroid is very well connected to your it kind of controls your metabolism so when your thyroid is going slow your metabolism is going slow. so when your thyroid is just so out of whack your metabolism usually that's how a lot of the gain weight um, um, weight gain happens because your thyroid is just shot so your metabolism is just shot and you're you notice like a lot of um like think about the way your body works when your metabolism is slow or your thyroid is slow your circulation isn't great so your hands and feet might be cold again you might get a lot of fatigue your you might be get constipated because again your body isn't working as it should be so there's a ton of different um symptoms that you can look out for fatigue is one one very noticeable one brain fog one that i found and i mentioned it before that i found to be very strange and i'd never put the two together until later on was my um your your thyroid is connected to not connected but it's right over um 
like near your throat, like in your neck. So I don't know if that's the reason why, but a lot of people find that their voice gets hoarse very quickly. So that was one random one that I found. So there's a lot of ones, a lot of weight gain that is unexpected or not necessarily, are you doing anything different? Um, because again, your, metas- your metabolism is slow. So that, those are some ways that you can get these symptoms. After you get these s- symptoms, I would say to do a full panel thyroid test. Make sure when you go to your doctor, you get your TSH levels, because that will tell you if you have a fast or slow thyroid. You want to check your T, um, your T3, T4, free T3, free T4, and your antibodies. If you get all of these tested, you will get a good idea of what's happening with your thyroid. Also, I would highly suggest, even if you go through a conventional doctor to get these tested, go to a functional medicine doctor to to make sure you're getting your optimal, um, your, your, um, just a, a lab test result, um, sorry, a lab test reading that you're really making sure that your, your thyroid is working optimally, not regularly. So for me, I did go to a, a conventional doctor to just get that retested just to see how I'm going. And even though I was above what's optimal, they still said I was fine. So just make sure that you don't get just told that you're okay, that you really make sure that you, that you find that a doctor that would make sure that you have an optimal running thyroid. So those that I guess would, is I guess a way to tell if you have a thyroid issue and then the test will actually tell you on paper what's going on. Okay. So what it's a, what is a typical meal plan for you? Um, so I'm very boring and repetitive with, with my meals. When I like something, I just have it all the time. So it, which is good, but then it's always important to switch things up. And like, if you're having fruit, make sure you have a, a variety of different fr- fruits every so often and with vegetables as well. And pro- with any macro, I think just change things up. So you're getting all the nutrients from all different types of foods. So for me, I need to work on that for sure. But I would say like a typical breakfast would be, I have oatmeal, I always make sure it's gluten-free and organic because um, oats are something that is heavily pesticide sprayed um, and it's just something that just try and make sure it's organic. I'm going gluten-free for a bit for my thyroid, so I making I try to make sure that it's also gluten-free. Then I use the DNS um, Equalife Equal Shake, which is basically a multivitamin plus protein shake. So I know that I'm getting the good vitamins and nutrients I need every morning. Um, I always put a bit of maca in there because that also is great for healing your hormones and just creating hormone balance. Um, some, it, I, I find oats to be something like a smoothie where you can use any powders to kind of give you, you yourself that extra boost. Sometimes I put in flax seeds, chia seeds, hemp seeds. You put whatever you, you feel like your body needs. Sometimes I put in like a little bit of, I talked about last episode on mushrooms, the powder. It's just any way to get that extra boost in your nutrient-dense meals. Um, so that's usually what I have. I always put like a tablespoon or two of nut butter. I make myself a a strawberry or any berry really jam mixed berry jam 
which is so easy. I, I have that link on my website. Um, it's literally two minutes. I do it every week and it's something that's just an easy way to get your, again, your fruits in. So that is a typical breakfast. I think that having that or or a smoothie is a great way, again, that it's very quick and easy to, to make just as well as quick and easy to digest. And you, when you're focusing on keeping your body under, under you know, not, not, not making sure your, your body isn't under stressed, you want to make sure that you're eating foods that are very easy to digest. So that's a great way to make sure you're getting all the nutrients, all your micronutrients and a well digestible meal. So that's a typical breakfast I have almost every single day, I would say. After that, I try to have my um, my black coffee after my meals. I'm not great at that, um, but it is important to have something in your body when you have your coffee, just because caffeine can really strip your nutrients, like your B vitamins and all the very vital nutrients that should that, that you don't you obviously want to make sure you retain in your body so and there's other reasons also that it's just better to have food in your body than have your coffee that's something i'm trying to work on um and then also what i didn't mention before was i have celery juice every morning 16 ounces just celery and i wait a bit and i have my breakfast um then lunch and dinner is usually very similar i usually choose a protein usually for lunch it's a plant-based protein it could be hemp seeds it could be sometimes i have eggs but it's something that's more of a lighter protein um then for and then i have a lot of grilled vegetables i have starchy vegetables for my carbs or sometimes i have quinoa or rice um the best rice i like is basmati brown rice um but yeah, it's usually a well-rounded, making sure I have my proteins for dinner. I usually have either salmon, sardines, um, chicken. I have probably meat once a week, sometimes twice a week. Um, and just, yeah, having a well-rounded macro bowl of like proteins, carbs, vegetables, starchy vegetables, just making sure I have everything in those meals. So I, I usually have that. Sometimes I like to have for a dessert, I have on my instagram i have a all mushroom kind of like a slushy drink which is basically just like a hot it's supposed to be a hot cocoa so either sometimes i have it as a hot cocoa sometimes i have it mixed with ice and plant-based milk and um and that's usually a typical meal a typical day sometimes i have a little bit of clean chocolate after meal i i do like to have sweets i after meals but it's always something as long as it has clean ingredients i'm not too picky about my calories which i used to be but now i feel like i'm focusing more on what is going to help me in my healing process what nutrients are going to help me in general with my energy so i think that's my main focus and just making sure i get as much as um protein carbs nutrients micronutrients anything that i could really that, that can serve my body Next question, what are food changes for a hormonal imbalance? So, yeah, so because I, I, I guess it's also with my thyroid, with dealing with hypothyroidism and then also with hormonal imbalances, which my progesterone was very low, my, my estrogen was a bit too high because my progesterone was low. So I'm really focusing, I, like I mentioned, maca is a great way to 
um, to balance your hormones, just an extra boost. Um, sometimes I, I started doing seed cycling, which I think that with all these things, it's it's not the the cure for for whatever. You always have to implement so many different aspects into healing your health issues. There's always a whole lifestyle approach. So seed cycling, I wouldn't say, is the reason why my my estrogen balance is getting you know that I'm, I'm balancing my estrogen and progesterone a bit better i think it's an element so what i'm doing i could speak about it more on another episode but on you, you work around your cycle so the first day of your period you start having flax seeds and pumpkin seeds and you you have that for i believe 18 days and then the 18th day until the again your first day of your period you have um sesame seeds and sunflower seeds so i've been just making sure i add that into my diet as well fatty like healthy fats are amazing for a hormonal um balance so if you're not getting enough um healthy fats i would suggest taking omega-3s um one thing that's very important someone in my state where you know my body is in that healing process i'm not absorbing as much as nutrients as i should be so even though i was taking an omega-3 every single day or two omega-3s my body wasn't absorbing as much so i also wanted to include either having a little bit more omega-3s or i started having sardines which is very rich in omega-3s so these this healthy fat really helps with um with having a healthy hormonal balance another thing is also don't cut i mean i I don't want to say this as a blanket statement because everyone works differently but for myself i found out that you have to really make sure that you're having healthy carbs and especially around your luteal phase where your progesterone is low and you want to when your progesterone is starting to spike and you want to make sure that your estrogen doesn't get too high like you want to make sure that you're eating correctly on each part of your cycle so right before you know that pms stage right before your period you want to make sure that you're having those healthy carbs which if you don't want to have grains have it starchy carbs have a sweet potato have um and any type of carbs you know that would help service your body and your body needs it for a healthy progesterone um um, production. So just make sure that you're not depleting your body of any macronutrients or micronutrients. So I think, again, it's very um, a, a very wide range of foods that you could focus on, but just making sure that you're not depleting your body, you're having enough calories, you're having those healthy fats. If you want to have, you know, like I said, seed cycling or markup for a good overall healthy balance, that's also great. Um, and then, like I said, I'll just add in for my thyroid, I stopped having gluten. Um, there's some, I, I make sure that I don't have too much of the cruciferous vegetables, but I do still have that. That's another good thing for a hormonal balance is to have those vegetables, um, which could be cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, bok choy, any of those things, make sure that it's cooked. That's all just for your thyroid. You want to make sure that your these vegetables are cooked. Um, and yeah, that's basically uh, like overall what what I'm what I have been doing. What's your favorite meal to cook? Well, I'm gonna be honest. Any food that I post that looks good, I didn't cook it because I 
I'm not so domestic, <laughs> so I, for me, what I'm, what I'm good at is like making the muffins, like the baking goods, um, the almond milk, or something that just is just a quick and easy um, meal. I do a lot of grilled vegetables, but my husband it takes all the credit for any meat or any fancy meals or any any like the main dish is my husband's doing so my favorite meal for myself to cook like I said my oatmeal is I know it's not really a cook a, a cooking like a meal that I have to cook but that's my go-to meal um and then a meal that I just like love that my husband makes is a cauliflower steak that I posted also again a few times I think you can see the recipe in my um in my instagram but that is just like i could eat that every single day i yeah that's that's on the top of my head but there's so much there's all these like different soups and different meals that i just i could eat on rotation it's just so good um how did your health and life changes change in in lockdown so when we started the lockdown i actually was pretty good i was doing because one thing that when i was at my optimal self which again it's it's hard to say what you know how I felt but when I had all my energy I felt much better I did like doing more Pilates and yoga and I knew that my body needed that balance and I ignored it and hence where I am right now but I did um I I did start doing a lot more yoga daily when I started lockdown I was on my Peloton bike that's right behind me um also almost daily so I was feeling good I was on on schedule the funny thing is that all my health related um struggles started in I would say June when it really escalated so I mean that like before that I had just fatigue here and there when around June that's when it really started so all my health related struggles was was related you know it was it was on my head to fix my thyroid to fix my hormone imbalances to help with my adrenal fatigue and thank god my family my friends I mean I I did have a lot of people who did struggle with COVID and did you know I I wouldn't say that it was completely like drama less I mean like there was you know struggles here and there that I just wish the best for my family and friends but overall with me my husband my kids we didn't really have that to deal with thankfully so I said my I think my main changes and my main focus was with these new health issues I was dealing with so that was my main lockdown change that I all of a sudden had to really focus on de-stressing really taking care of myself in that way and I guess it's a that silver linings of if if my life was back to normal if the gyms were open if my kids were at school every single day my life would still be on the go and it would be a lot more busy so it's it's good that if this you know when my health issues escalated it was a time when I was kind of stuck indoors didn't have a lot of struggles or even like parties to go to or things to go to that I felt obligated to go to and I was just at home and just focusing on myself so that's really the changes was non-COVID related thankfully I always work from home I work over you know virtually so the changes were, were more I guess also taking care of the kids and taking care of my health and 
I mean, taking care of the kids more often than I usually do because they were homeschool here and there. Um, but otherwise, I think that, you know, it was just a, a huge learning experience. I, you know, hope that every, everything goes back to normal and that kind of health and mental, that, that mental health of teaching yourself that things aren't in our control and kind of focusing on what's what is in our control and how we can actually benefit from it so it was a lot of like everyone else a lot of life experience and focusing on how to deal with that as well let's see what's a tip to do exercise what's a tip to do exercise when you don't have time okay um well one thing that i will talk more about as well is how like I mentioned, I deal with fatigue. I deal, it's, you know, adrenal fatigue, chronic fatigue, whatever you call it, that my body just doesn't handle any type of um, exertion. I used to be on my feet all day. I used to do intense workouts every single day, weight training. I loved it. I felt great with it. Now my body can't handle it. So even though I do f feel like I can put time aside for it, I can't do an 40 minutes to an hour workout like I used to. So what I do is, and I I remember hearing this before, and you can use this with any kind of um, habits that you want to add into your day. I would say something that you do every single day. So for me, I chose brushing my teeth. Every morning, every night, I brush my teeth. So what's something that you have to, like if, if you want to add in a habit, how are you going to do that with a habit that you already do? So when I brush my teeth, I. I brush my teeth for two minutes. For two minutes, I'm doing squats. That's a way that you're you, you're going to brush your teeth every single morning, every single night, anyways. So now you're just adding a habit into that. So now it's became habitual to do squats every single morning, every night. Um, and again, because my heart rate can't go too high for too long, that is great for me. For then, then I started to do um, on my sink after I do the two minute. Uh, of squats I do 30 push-ups like standing push-ups after that I can add in another thing so it's just a way of working throughout your your habits that you have cemented already and then adding small things there because you know what it might not feel like you are doing much but think about even though two minutes of squats after a week isn't going to be noticeable but after a while my my body is going to start you know, gaining the, that muscle back and then gaining that strength back and then slowly being able to add on more to to the routine and to do just my schedule. So, so if you're going to do, let's say, you're going to choose right before I pick up my kids from school, I'm going to do a two-minute plank. Right when I do this, I'm going to do a five-minute yoga whatever so you just find small things that you have time small things throughout the day that you're able to do a small amount of whatever it is um and you just choose and then like i said habits don't happen overnight sometimes it takes a month to get into the habit so it's just a interesting way to work with the habits that are already cemented and and then add on to those habits that's why i found has you know has been really helpful for me also i think it's important not to overwhelm yourself really think about your goals and i i think planning has everything to do with it so wh whether it's 
making sure that you're wearing comfortable clothes or you plan it that like I said I have my lunch break now I'm going to just do a quick one minute whatever it is and then you work around that and then you slowly build it up I have my accountability coaching where I speak to my clients once a week and I don't we don't focus on the big goals we focus on such micro goals until we until we make them into a habit so some people say you know 10 minute walk that's all they can handle and then we we make that into a habit and once that's already part of your day-to-day life we move on to the next thing that way you're not getting that quick results but it's going to be a a long-lasting result so think about really breaking down your habit what you want what you want this whether it's like I want to work up to a 45 minute workout. So start really, really micro and then work your way up that way. I think that's really helpful without feeling overwhelmed and making it actually realistic in the long haul. Um, I have a lot of other questions that were written down. I'm going to maybe make this into a part two. Let me know if this is something that you're interested in. If you like the question and answers every so often, I'm happy to do that. If you want me to focus on any other topics I would love that as well I have really exciting episodes lined up and I'm really excited to edit them and to show you guys but I also want to focus on my what's been helping me because I feel like I get great feedback from people who might be going through the same things and I want to share my experience so if there's anything that you might take that might be helpful for you I really want to make sure that I just speak as much as I could so, so something that might hit you and might you know may, like it, it might you know might I guess relate with you or anything like that I want you to have the information to speak to your practitioner and I am always open for discussion feel free to message me on my either my email or my dms my email is itspersonalcoach at gmail.com or at by R on instagram and i'm looking forward to hear from you so we will be in touch and like i said feel free to message me with feedback with what you want to hear next and or just to say hi all right speak later bye